Welcome to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We have uncorked the law of attraction, Gina. I know, Holly, and <laughs> we are having the conversations that will inspire new thoughts, yep. practices, and tools to consciously create your life. Well, I'm liking that, Gina. Let's pop that cork and let's get to this next fun episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And Gina, we are live today on YouTube. I know. God bless the YouTubers. With our soul sister. She didn't know it yet. Okay, I know. But with our soul sister, We've already Nicola adopted Humber. Her. Okay, yeah. listen. We, Nicole, you have no idea. Mm. We share so many pivotal things. Mm-hmm. And we're connected in big ways. Big ways. So Mm -hmm. the first thing we're connected on is Gina Mm -hmm. is a manifesting generator just like you. So go check out our human design episode. Yep. And then I am an ex-finance person. (laughs) High five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. And I just became ex. Just became ex. Yes, because I'm unbinding myself. Is that a word? (laughs) Unbinding. Yeah, it clearly yes. is. Yes, it yeah. clearly yeah. is. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Nicola. It is now, right? <laughs> All right, let me talk and brag a little bit about our guest Please today. Please do. She's the author of three transformational books, Heal Your Inner Good Girl. I never thought oh, I was a good I, girl. But oh, I, I was way too good. Yeah, I think you need to read that, Gina. Mm-hmm. And then we're obsessed with Unbound. Mm-hmm. That's her second. And then Unbound Writing, which I think we're going to get a prescription. She doesn't know she's our therapist today. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully she's got her pad of paper. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. prescription pad. Yep. And she's also the badass founder of the Unbound Press, a soul-led publishing imprint for unbound women. I love this. I love, love, love this. Yeah. I'm cherishing this woman already. Yeah. She wants us to help us create an unbound life. And so I just have chills just even yep. talking about that, how beautiful that is. So she does help women to write the book. Their unbound self mm-hmm. is calling them to write. And while she's growing a community and soul family readers and clients, She's also the creator of the Unbound Writers Club podcast, which is phenomenal. I love that. And the presenter of the Living Unbound show Mm. on Wellbeing Radio. Mm. Let me Mm. tell you where it's on. Okay, so listen. I'm so excited. We're so we excited. Can't we wait. For can't this wait to hear you talk. And so, <laughs> Nicola Humber, welcome to Alloy Uncorked. Oh, thank you so much. Like, I am loving it here already. <laughs> Definitely feeling the soul sister vibe. Yeah, I think we do. Like, I already kind of sense we'd have a lot in common. Like, sure. you're uncorked, I'm unbound. Like you said, all of the unwords. <laughs> I'm just for it. <laughs> Except for uncool and unfun. We're very, oh, of course. We're yeah, very yeah, much yeah, yeah. Not here Yes, <laughs> right, right. Definitely, definitely. Right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Nicola. As um, Holly said, um, you know, we were an A-lister guest today, and we were like, gosh, we got new equipment for you. Like we we went all in to yeah. get ready for Nicola. Uh, we were not messing around today. So, so what we like to do um, in our podcast is just allow you a quick opportunity to kind of share the highlights of yourself and your story. I think it always grounds for those that don't know you. Grounds the rest of the conversation as we continue this this mm-hmm. uh, live chat today. So, if you don't mind, can you kind of share a little bit about yourself for our audience to to hear? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's interesting talking about the finance, the financial background, because, I mean, to me, that feels like a lifetime ago. I was talking about it earlier today, actually, and it's like, I can't believe that I used to work in that environment. But up until my late 30s, I was a financial advisor, financial planner, like going into the office every day. Um, but always knew that there was something else I was meant to be doing. It's like I followed what I would call the good girl path, like for most of my life up until my late 30s, like doing what I thought was expected of me, um, getting a good degree, getting a proper job and, you know, doing all of those things. And what I would call my unbound self was like calling to me like no like there's something else that you're meant to be doing and it was back in 2008 when I made the decision to leave my job in finance like just I think it was right at the beginning or in the midst of like the financial crash you know in 2008 yeah. 2009 and decided to retrain as a coach and a hypnotherapist initially and I just thought, yeah, that that's it. You know, I'll have a hypnotherapy practice, um, a coaching practice, mm -hmm. and that'll be me. That'll be me all set. But actually, it was just the beginning of this journey, mm. um, what I would call like walking the unbound path, like finding out who I truly am, um, becoming my fullest, freest self, mm. and holding space for other women to do the same. And... You know that led to me writing my first book heal you're in a good girl then on to unbound unbound writing and starting a publishing company which i never expected to do like wow. it definitely wasn't part of the plan <laughs> so um but that's what the unbound path is all about is you know just following those breadcrumbs of inspiration mm -hmm. to like like i really feel now this is my soul work and this is what i'm meant to be doing in the world I I love that. And I in your book you talked about finding that purpose and can you talk a little bit more about that because I think when you were saying you're you started as a hypnotherapist and a coach and then you thought that you were going to do a weight loss thing because of the yeah. marketing. I, th you know, we've mm -hmm. experienced the same thing. It's like, well, you should do this because it will make money. And we're like, oh, I'm not sure, you know. Mm -hmm. And can you talk about like really that path? And are you still on that path? of unbinding <laughs> i'm still on the unbinding part yeah yes. it's a continual process yeah continual like i don't think we're ever you know are we ever truly unbound i don't know i think there's always something to unbind from and you know what you were talking about there was particularly when i first started to take my business online like i had an in-person hypnotherapy and coaching practice mm -hmm. um and when I started to move into the online space, and this was back in about 2013, people were like, you've got to have a niche and you've got to focus on, you know, what most people want. And most people were coming to me uh, were women who wanted to lose weight. And that's why they were coming for hypnotherapy. What I was really interested in was like the self-love piece. Yeah, and right. for a lot of them, what I recognized was 
um, they weren't kind of expressing their true selves. You know, they were kind of stuffing it all down, like, you know, doing what they felt they should. I was interested in what was underneath, <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of the, yeah. um, the weight loss piece. But all of the advice that I received was just like, no, you know, that's your niche. Like, you know, make it really simple, focus on that. But my heart just wasn't in it at all. Um, It didn't feel aligned. Um, So, you know, it did okay, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't taking off. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt really, I don't know, I never felt really comfortable sharing about that work and talking about it because it it didn't feel aligned to me so i was trying to fit myself into this box which wasn't it wasn't for me and i think a lot of us experience the same thing like things that make sense on paper you know they don't make sense to our souls (laughs) yeah well we were talking a lot about you know um weight loss and overall I think part of the whole law of attraction is kind of the intentfulness by which you're living. And um, mm-hmm. and a byproduct of that is, you know, how do I want to present in the world? What do I want to, uh, how do I want to be? And one of the things that we have talked a lot about on the podcast is, you know, what's the, what's kind of the alchemy of happiness and weight loss and are they intertwined and, and, you know, when we first started this podcast, I was much heavier and, you know, I still have a ways to go in terms of my journey. But the minute I started doing something that felt in alignment, that was challenging to me, that was feeding my soul in a way that things hadn't in a long time, the weight just felt nothing. I didn't do anything different. So I guess as you're talking about the hypnotherapy, it was sort of resonating in terms of, you know, the hypnotherapy is a way to address something, but it doesn't get to the root, right? And so you were going straight to the root. Yeah, in your unbound way, you went straight to the root and said, forget this hypnotherapy. Let's get right to the problem. Right? Yeah, I mean, and you can do that through hypnotherapy, like the kind of like hypnosis that I was doing was you know, it was um, um, like really dive. It was deep diving. It okay. wasn't just okay. Well, let's just kind of do some surface level stuff. But yeah, I can't help but go to the root. And it's the same with the book writing process. When I'm holding space for women to write their books, like what I'm really interested in, like the you know, obviously, I want them to write an amazing book but it's the kind of transformational journey that we get to go on as we write our books. That's the piece that I'm really passionate about as well. I love that. And, you know, when we think about um, our episode on, we called it the elixir Mm -hmm. of weight loss and its happiness, but um, which is really and being unbound and I think that your Mm -hmm. book unbound goes through those principles and if you're one of the things that you said I mean honestly let me just say something about your book and shower you with just gratitude and I didn't let me figure out how to say this it spoke so deep inside of me You know, those words coming off the page that I was traveling from Boston home to see Gina and I was texting her excerpts from the plane. 
And, you know, and I was like, and the words. And so what I'm going to tell our audience is one of the things that really spoke to me is you said chronic dissatisfaction. Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, and you don't even realize you're in that chronic dissatisfaction because there's so many categories you can't, it's overwhelming. You don't even want to look at it. And yeah. so I feel like like the five, I think it was five principles and yeah. I couldn't recount them all, but the shadow, yeah. holy mm. cow, yeah. okay. And maybe we can talk about that for a few minutes because that's why I was sending to Gina because I was like, this um, deep agreement that you say, oh, I mean, you rebranded the shit out of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm nobody so likes rebranding this. more than this one oh, over I here. Mean, she I, didn't yes. use um. the normal shit. Okay, you know, like the normal words, like she rebranded everything in such a fabulous way. That's another. I mean, I loved it. And yeah. I thought deep agreement. It's not like, well, let go, yeah. you know, re- leave your resistance. I mean, we talk about resistance, but it's like mm-hmm. deep agreement. Yeah. 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 Can you talk a yeah. little bit yeah, about please. that? Yeah. And it's kind of what we were talking about before, Gina, when you mentioned about like when you stopped trying to lose weight and you just focused mm-hmm. on like what is and like living your purpose. Like when we come into deep agreement with what is, even if it feels uncomfortable, it kind of frees up so much energy because rather than trying to fight against like what our circumstances are um, or being, you know, non-accepting of ourselves and our bodies or whatever it is, we just choose to get actually... I'm just going to be with this. I'm going to be in deep agreement. It frees up that energy and then things start to shift and change on their own. And one of the the shadow pieces, um, Holly, you were talking there about the shadow, like the principle, which is like the, the alchemy of shadow integration. And an important aspect of that, um, which I talk about in the book, is, is in relation to our bodies as well. So those parts of us that in the past, you know, those parts of our bodies that we've kind of, like felt really uncomfortable with or judged or felt shame around it's like actually what is the gift in that part of my body like Mm -hmm. what does it symbolize and how can I like move into this place of like deep agreement and and like celebration of that part of me yeah. yeah, I love that. So if that resonates with any of our audience members, head on over, get your book, okay, because yeah. she has practices in there to help you. But I really, that really spoke to me because, you know, I've been, and, and here's the thing, is the one thing that I want to point out that you said that is, at first you thought that wasn't spiritual work to help women with weight loss. Mm, and, that's then, and then you said, there's nothing more, I don't know how you put this, I'm going to get it wrong, but there's nothing uh. more um, um, spiritual than to free up this energy of... I'm going to, you didn't say it like this because I'm going to destroy her words. <laughs> Lord knows we don't want that. Okay, but you know, you... you um, you you don't have that energy to be free to create a light for other women and as we shift and become so more true. powerful we need to let go of this perfection idealism of what we look like 
Exactly. And that is really tough to do in this society, particularly with all the, you know, all the things that are happening, which, you know. But I will say, I think if you're doing something that you love, if, you, if the focus is on, I'm just talking about the podcast, because this is wickedly uncomfortable for us too, right? Uh, I really, I, I'm less focused on it than I would if I was doing something that I'm wildly unsatisfied with, or, you know, the mm-hmm. rest of my, or a part of the rest of my, you know, regimen that doesn't resonate, that doesn't, I don't align as fully. Completely, completely. I mean, I've noticed it in myself as well. I'm so much comfortable, more comfortable. When I worked in finance, I would go into the office, like I dyed my hair, had dark hair. Um, I would always straighten it, you know, like, you know, wearing my suit, like made up. I would like never go into the office without makeup because, you know, that was a mask that I was wearing and I was trying to fit in. And the more I've moved into like being fully expressed, like expressing who I am, doing the work that I love. It's not that I don't care about how I look, but I just, you know, I love the way I look now, you know, with my silver hair, um, like natural. I, you know, wear very little makeup. Like I wear exactly what I want and it feels amazing. But if I was like trying to you know, do something that didn't feel aligned to me. Yeah, I don't think I would feel so comfortable to show up as I am. So it really does. It makes a difference on so many levels when we give ourselves permission to unbind from this idea about who and how we should be. Oh, such. So, okay. So uh, the process from, you know, you in that finance role and the good girl and then moving towards you know, your more authentic, true alignment, you know, the unbinding process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, how hard, how, how hard was it and how long did it take you to find you? Mm. My goodness. Mm. I mean, there's definitely been many challenges along the way. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I feel I've, I've unbound from a lot of like, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the kind of conditioning that I had bought into. All right, like I was saying, I don't think we're ever done. But I mean, so far the journey has been wow, you know, good to kind of twelve years or so. So <laughs> you know, it's taken a long time. The main, I think, a lot of unbinding happened during the writing process of Unbound. Like, Heal You're in a Good Girl was me really acknowledging, like, there's been this part of me, like, the good girl who wanted to fit in, please others, get it right. So that was really huge for me to acknowledge that. And that's where the idea of the Unbound self started coming through. And I'd connected with the, the word unbound. Um, I don't know if you know Danielle Laporte's core yes. desired feeling. Yeah. So one of you know one of my core desired feelings was freedom, yeah. but that word it just felt a bit bland. It's like you know. And I was looking up words that meant a similar thing, and as soon as I saw unbound, I was like, yeah, like that's that's it because 
it captures this idea that something has been previously like bound and like restricted and so i suppose when i first started working with the word unbound it was about 2015 or something so that's kind of seven years ago and it's been a continual process since of unbinding and there's been lots of challenges along the way i mean i met my husband back in 2009 when i just started you know i left finance i just started you know training to be a coach and a hypnotherapist and i've been through so much transformation in that time but particularly like these last kind of six seven years that's been supercharged and there have been times when it's like you know i don't know if we can stay together because you know where i've unbound from so much and fortunately he's kind of come with me and he's kind of been through his own process of unbinding but it can bring up lots of challenges oh, when sure. we when we start to kind of come back to who we truly are yeah yeah i was going to ask the impact that that has had on family and friends and mm. y- you know what have you seen in that way what what have you noticed in terms of you know as you've evolved in to aligning with more of your core person or core spirit what has that meant for you in terms of your personal relationships i mean i think generally it's been positive because when one woman in particular you know because we do tend to carry a lot of these kind of expectations and shoulds because that's how we've been brought up like when one woman chooses to kind of live in a more unbound way, I think generally it kind of benefits everyone around her because, you know, again, it frees up a lot of energy. Like she can become like a beacon to other to other women. And so, you know, generally it's been a very positive thing. But there have definitely been times when it's been disruptive in my personal relationships. Um, like I said, particularly in my marriage, you know, we've had to work through some stuff. Um, you know, the whole concept of marriage at one point, I was like, well, this is just like another form of like, <laughs> like binding yourself. Like, Absolutely. What? <laughs> you know, sure. Yeah. Um, and probably, you know, I wouldn't have chosen to, to get married. Like I obviously would have, I would have been with my husband as my partner but I would have questioned that choice if I'd, you know, been like deeply onto this path at that time. Mm. But yeah, you would have been Oprah and Stedman, <laughs> right? Okay, they never got married. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but they're together. Exactly. They're partners. Yeah, life yeah. partners. Yeah. yeah. I think. But what I, you know, I came to the conclusion. And I talk about this in, in Unbound as well. It's like. Well, no, sometimes we make this conscious decision to kind of bind ourselves either to another person or, you know, it's just this um, like kind of container that we step into. And actually we can learn a lot through, I've learned so much through my marriage like that, you know, that you're kind of connected with this other person and, you know, you have to kind of navigate this journey together. So although there have been challenges along the way. I think mostly it has been positive. I mean, there's been people that, you know, I've left behind or have chosen to leave me behind on the way, like friends and acquaintances. But, you know, I think that happens in life and it's it's healthy and it's natural. Yeah, 
I agree. I'd like to switch to writing. Yes. So here's where the therapy happens, Nicola. (laughs) (laughs) I know you have myths about what hold people back, but let me just tell you, Gina and I have tried to sit down and write a gazillion times. I personally have written a gazillion. I have a million starts and know nothing. Well, I do have a children's book, but... Um, oh, wow. That's I know. I, I thought it would be hard to write a children's book because it's like, you know, less words, more visual. So I challenged myself and did it with a group out of New York City online. And I did complete that. But I think it was the group which you offer a lot of a lot of support. Okay, so yeah. I think it was the group that helped me actually yeah. finish that. Yeah. So, so tell us what is and actually you'll love this we rebranded book mm-hmm. as a pamphlet mm-hmm. so it didn't scare us we didn't want to throw up we wanted to throw up with book that's so, a four letter word we rebranded it i know so we a need a lot of help Nicola. it's a pamphlet that we're trying to write okay i love that whatever works i mean it's it is interesting as soon as like people can write and they can talk freely it's all good as soon as we start thinking about books it's like our minds start to play tricks on us and it's like you know who am i to write a book um am i a good enough writer how do you even write a book anyway who would want to read it like all of this stuff comes up and really a book is just a way uh of like communicating of telling a story or sharing a message which is you know what we do all the time like we're doing it here Mm -hmm. on this podcast but it's for me what we need to do when we're writing a book is kind of get out of our heads (laughs) and like thinking about it as a pamphlet or whatever it whatever it is like the way of communicating um just trying to simplify the process and recognizing that the most powerful writing comes when we just write as ourselves, like in our normal voices, rather than trying to make it all fancy and using like long words, because that's what we feel we should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do think and you know, I I think this is why podcasts have been so wildly popular is that, you know, although we all talk about similar things, and we have similar guests, and, you know, sometimes the same guests on different shows the conversation is never the same because the individual voices that by which you're having the conversation, which is why I think, you know, our voices in a pamphlet would be just as important as someone else's because it's going to resonate for certain people. If it's meant to come to the world, it's going to resonate for certain people that it's supposed to resonate for and maybe not for others that may be is void in other books or pamphlets. <laughs> so I just love that you're calling it a pamphlet. <laughs> we kind of wanted to. We I kind of went to flyer because pamphlets well, we, a we big did word. Flyer like we went, Trader. Well, yeah. you might not know that, but we, we yes. went to flyer yeah. and then we graduated from flyer to pamphlet. To pamphlet. Yes, yeah. And then it was like then we can't seem to hone in on exactly what we want to talk about because it we well yeah. you know we we just haven't been able to find that self and is that through it, line that's important it, right is it that you should write about the thing that has been hardest for you kind of like you did to heal the good girl because mm-hmm. you know one of the areas that we were talking about and then writing two people writing from yeah. their perspective but we were going to have two voices in the book um yeah y- you know we were like we were going to talk about like 
and I think in your Unbound book, you talk about this too, is we're so disconnected from our body. Mm. Our mm. society is disconnected. And, you know, Gina would talk about like, my head doesn't feel connected. I'm like, what are you talking about? But then I would, but then I would, I know, floating around. And then I would ask her, I would be like, well, Gina, and we'd leave a meeting because we were corporate executives and worked together and we'd leave a meeting. I go, why do I feel so shitty? Okay. And, and I go, do I feel shitty or do I feel something else? How do I feel Gina? Like, like she can tell me. What was that? And she probably could tell me because we know each other well enough, but I should know on my own, my feelings. So, yeah. I mean, that's a thing that you talk about in your book, too, is, is you know, being in your body. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a couple of things that I want to speak to there. The first is, you know, you spoke there about how a lot of us are talking and maybe writing about similar things. And it's like, oh, well, you know, is there any point in kind of writing another book about this or a pamphlet or a flyer or whatever it is <laughs> i've got to say i do love i used to live in the states and i love the trader joe oh yes okay that's right okay yeah they do a good job with the flyer we will I, do a good job with our flyer also <laughs> i get that reference yeah. um good. but that's the thing like everybody brings their own voice and their own perspective and your people need to hear it from you like you know there's so many podcasts out there but there are people out there who need to hear your voices and so like everyone brings their own energy to it and I always think it's a good thing if lots of people are talking about the same thing it just shows that it's really important and it needs to be out there and the second piece is yeah I I feel it is really powerful to write about what's been most challenging because that's like really rich and juicy and also like sometimes that's the starting place when you're writing and just letting the like the writing journey take you to where it wants to go because when I started writing Unbound I like I literally I I had the word (laughs) I knew it was about living Unbound but I you know I certainly didn't start with like the five principles of living Unbound they came through the writing process so it's just like starting to write and knowing rather than waiting for the clarity like you write for clarity and as you write and you allow yourself to go on the journey it becomes clear what the book or the pamphlet or the flyer wants to be yeah (laughs) well i think that's a little bit of personal development that we could be better at is you know as corporate executives you kind of go in with the outline and the intent and you know you're putting you know i mean you, you put something together with like this end goal in mind and you start there and work backwards to build the documentation. And, you know, I, the the unbound creative versions of Holly and Gina are going to have to, like, go on a different journey to get to the end result. Well, I have a question about this, though. I was thinking as you were talking, Nicola, um, do we have to be healed before we begin the question. writing yes. process? Because I feel like I'm a fraud. We feel like we're a fraud. <laughs> And I believe, so that's one thing. And then I want to talk about, I believe we get downloads from spirit or, you know, we get that creative spark wherever people think it comes from. And I believe in that, but I don't, I don't believe that I'm healed. So why would I talk about it? Being healed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah yeah and that's I think that's what stops a lot of people mm-hmm. from writing this idea that you've got to be like you've got to be totally sorted you've got to be healed you've got to be like completely done you've got to um, be an expert have it all figured out um and actually you know we've been talking about this all the way through you never really get to the point where you're completely like completely 100% healed or you know for me completely 100% unbound and it's really powerful just to take your readers on the journey with you like there's always going to be somebody who's you know a couple of years kind of back down the line in the same place that you were you know maybe when you were both like working in corporate Mm -hmm. um and just you know want that inspiration they want to hear from somebody who's on the path and i think it's much more interesting to read a book or hear somebody speak who that acknowledges that they're still on the journey rather than somebody who is trying to present this image that they've got it all together because <laughs> nobody has <laughs> really I'm, so, thank goodness nicole has confirmed this for me i've yeah. always questioned i've always questioned i'm like do they yeah yeah not because you don't want them to i mean i think it'd be lovely to but i don't i think that's inherent in the human you know condition is but you're just never going to be there there's no end yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly you know even you know the most successful people like the most successful writers or performers they still like that part of them who are you know who will come come off stage or put their book out there and be asking like oh but is it okay you know you know is it really okay is it good Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm. you know and we kind of feel that everybody is further along the path than us and it's like no <laughs> yeah. yeah that's actually oprah said that is when was one of the most interesting things that she reflected on as she uh ended the oprah show is that you know especially especially with the celebrities the people yeah. that you would think would know they yeah. did well uh that was their always their number one question when she would walk back at the end is how was it do you think it was okay Exactly. Every single time. Yeah. Exactly. Good perspective yeah. for us all. I love, you know, I love hearing that because, like, you know, we all feel it. Whenever I put a book out there, it never feels completely perfect. It's like, oh, but I could have put that differently. Or, you know, if I just waited a couple of months, I would have had this new perspective and I could have put that in. And that's what I find when, um, you know the women that i hold space for are writing their books it's like like allowing it to be enough allowing it to be complete even though like obviously you've got more living to do and like more wisdom to kind of um kind of come back to which could go into the book it's like no that's enough you that there's a there's a lot of value in the book yeah. already mm-hmm. well we could like write a series of pamphlets or flyers <laughs> yeah like, exactly right? just That's like Trader Joe's they come out with a monthly or a weekly or whatever <laughs> they do like we could we could do more as we evolve we and grow right we could for sure okay well, I feel better. <laughs> but I do think you're right I think um uh modeling the way for people um, and I'm sure that's it's what she's you, doing what you were mm-hmm. you were talking about your friends mm-hmm. that kind of when you when you're a woman and you and you unbind and people watch, it gives permission, a path, some, you know, found a framework to work from when sometimes it's 
hard to see how that and it will look different for everybody but just the process that you go through is when you model that for people you give them kind of a little bit of the 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 cliff notes on how to do it which i think is super super important completely you know a simple example of that is when i made the decision to stop dyeing my hair and let it like let my natural gray silver come through um you know it felt really uncomfortable at first i was like oh god you know when it's just coming through um but you know after a while just when i was out on the street or at events or whatever i'd always get women coming up to me going oh my goodness i love your hair i wish i you know i would love to do that i wish i was brave enough to do it and i think because of um the the pandemic where people couldn't kind of go to the hairdressers like more and more women are are doing this now but you know I feel just seeing somebody else who's made that decision and I'm not saying it's right for everybody not at all but it's just like an example of that when we make these choices and particularly when we're visible with those choices you know in the way we express ourselves or the way we show up it it just kind of inspires other people without us even knowing a lot of the time. Absolutely. I mean, yes, when we shift, the world shifts. Mm. Completely. Yeah, Yeah, even with those, what you think don't matter, they do. Mm -hmm. And people are watching, people can feel it, even if it's not watching. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's no, so I, right. Yeah. I love that. So you have a publishing company. You have a. Po- I mean, you have so many things. She's a mogul. Going she is. Yeah. She's. Yeah. She's a mogul. <laughs> yeah, she's, I like that. I know. Mogul. It's a mogul with yes, an M. Capital I mean, M on the mogul. Let's just call it what it is. It is. She's so, a mogul. I know. So so, uh, Nicola the mogul. I almost got that wrong. Uh, So how are you helping people today? You've got a podcast, you've got listen people. She's got so many free things on her website that can help you unbind yourself and write your beautiful book. And we'll definitely put all that in the show notes. Absolutely. And so what are you doing with your time helping women right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is, it's all about the writing, Um, you know, holding space for women to write their books and publish their books with the Unbound Press. And, you know, I'm not alone in that. I've got an amazing team at the Unbound Press as well. Um, Just helping women to write and publish their books in a way where they do get to express themselves fully. Um, And through the publishing process like they really have that space held for them i always say like the team at the unbound press like all of them are amazing at what they do whether it's editing design but they're all incredible space holders as well because like it's an emotional journey when you're writing a book especially like when you're bearing your soul telling your story like you know you've spoken about how vulnerable it can feel um so just having somebody there who who gets it and is really holding space for that, like for me, that's a really important part of the process. It's not just about the kind of nuts and bolts of publishing. It's the the spiritual side of it and the emotional side of it and the, mm. you know, the transformational process that we go through. So that's like, you know, I've been saying all the way through, that's the part that I'm really passionate about. She's a spiritual cheerleader. I too. know. Anna Bogle. 
Hannah um, Mariko. <laughs> well, and you know, we we've talked a lot about this just privately with with people who podcast and and then who know us and then also on the podcast we've talked about it a few times but you know i think i can't imagine doing a podcast or doing this kind of work whether it's writing a pamphlet doing a podcast you know all of these sorts of things where there's just a great deal of vulnerability and exposure without Mm -hmm. someone like holly Mm -hmm. who i feel she holds the space for me. Um, yeah, I work hard same. and mm-hmm. hold the space mm-hmm. for her. And we allow, we're so very different. And yet we're aligned on the core tenets and philosophies in life. And I, she gives me permission to be who I am and show up how I am and bring what I bring. And she, I know what gifts and talents and hype and rebranding <laughs> skills she brings to the table. And I just can't. So for, for, for writers who don't have that beautiful gift, you that's what your team offers, right? Which I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be who I am without her. Oh, there's just, too, there's just no way. This w- the work would not be the same without her. Oh, so. I love that. I can, I can feel it. You yeah. know, it makes me feel quite emotional because, yeah. you know. Me too. We shouldn't have, we don't have to do this on our own, <laughs> you know, and that's, something really important that I've learned since I've been on this path is, you know, I always thought, you know, I should be able to do it on my own. It was a weakness to have to kind of have anybody else's support. That's another kind of good girl story. And the community that's grown, like not just the team, but the community of authors and, you know, other unbound writers who are in the process of writing their books it is just so incredible to to be part of that and to witness what happens when you know when women come together and support each other whether it's kind of you know two of you or you know a group of five or ten or fifty you know whatever it is like you know, it's one of the principles in Unbound, actually, is sisterhood. And yeah. I just awesome. feel it changes everything when you have that. It changes everything. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I yeah. love that. Okay, <laughs> well. I mean, I feel so full. My heart feels full. The mogul <laughs> made me full. full. <laughs> filled me up this morning. <gasps> that was great. Love so very that. true. Well, as we wrap up, Nicola, thank you so much for your time. We so Amazing. appreciate you. And is there any advice or anything that you want to leave with our listeners who are trying to write? And mm-hmm. she's probably speaking to us too, mm-hmm. Gina. Yeah. <laughs> or a good girl. Yeah. I'm asking for I'm a friend. I'm the re- <laughs> her other book to you. Exactly. You know, I know. I need to read that one. I think the main thing is to like take that first step like you know you don't have to have it all mapped out and this is whether you're writing a book or whatever we're trying to create in life you know when you're starting the podcast whatever it is it's like just take that first step begin like and trust the unfolding of that like one step will lead to another and just to let yourself be in that process, like and let yourself be in the not knowing of it as well. Because sometimes when we try and plan it all out from the beginning, we we don't leave space for the magic to happen. Like, you know, 
outside. We don't leave space for the magic to happen. Um, I mean, that's a mic drop. We want a magical <laughs> pamphlet. So we need to just start. An uncorked magical yeah. pamphlet. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you it, for inspiring so us. Yeah, I mean, that's. Sure. I'm sure you're going to inspire our whole audience. And we're inspired. Thank you yeah. so much. And thank you for uh, being our soul sister across the pond. Uh, oh. It was felt today. Yes. This was just a, a pure delight to spend this oh. morning with you. I've loved it. I've loved it. Thank you both so much. Yeah. Like, I really feel that kind of soul connection. I really appreciate Us you. Too. Both. Oh, likewise. Yeah. All right. All right. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. All right. Till next episode. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loa.com. Uncork.com. See you soon.